Hello there. Welcome to episode six of the Sheep's All podcast. I hope everybody's doing good. Everybody's fucking getting in amongst it and and looking forward to the weekend. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of kind of be fucked. Doing this today. Even though, like, it sounds stupid because all I'm doing is sitting here speaking as my phone records my voice. But for some reason today, I just, like, the thought of it was just like, ugh, what the fuck am I going to talk about? So I've, I've cobbled a few talk, talking points together, so hopefully we get through it. Hopefully the next hour goes pretty quick, and I'm not fucking scraping the barrel. I don't know why I can't be bothered, like, do you know what, like, I think it's because I'm fucking tired. Because I've been working all week, uh, and plus, like, because I've had to walk to work. I mentioned this in the in other podcasts, but I had to I had to walk to work because the guy that normally gives me a lift is off. Was off for, for he's been off for the last two weeks. Um so and it's like an it's like an hour and a half walk from my house to work. And I can't be bothered with the bus. Not because you have to wear a mask, but the bus I normally get is like it's normally got a conductor and all that kind of stuff, and it's like I don't know, I don't know how that works now. Like with with this fucking with the new normal, as they're calling it. So I don't I don't know if I just go on and pay the driver, and if or if the conductor's there, and we'll have to I have to throw my fucking change at them like they're I'm at a football match and they're the referee. What do I do? I can't be back, so I can't be bothered going through that sort of awkward learning moment where, like, we, we everybody's like they're expecting you to know what you're doing, and you're sitting there like, "Well, what the fuck? What am I doing here?" And then you you go to do something, and they go, "No, no, no, don't do that!" Like, what the fuck? I get really fucking embarrassed and frustrated in those situations so I'm avoiding it by walking so I've only got myself to blame really I get a lift home though because I'm on the back shift I don't, I don't finish until quarter past midnight so fuck walking for an hour and a half at the back of midnight in Dundee that's like walking through fucking Hellmand Hellmand with fucking Baseball bats with nails through them instead of fucking landmines. And junkies instead of the fucking Taliban or Al-Qaeda or whatever it is that fucking operates there. But, uh, I don't know what it is about my workplace as well. Was like, everybody that I seem to get a lift from, or that I've had a lift from at work, Seems to be like a fucking mental case behind the wheel. Like, you know those fucking... You couldn't really call them boy racers because they're not boys, they're men. Like, they're older than me. So it's a bit daft to call them a boy racer, so I just call them speedsters. You just get in the car, you've barely got the belt and the fucking... into the buckle and the fucking foot's down flat to the ground. And then you're fucking, you're away. Your faces are distorted. You could feel like you can almost feel the skin peeling off your fucking skull. You're going that fast. And then it's like going around circles and everything like that. It's like you feel like you're going to go out the fucking window. It's like the sharp fucking right turn and then you're about out the left side. You're like, thank fuck I've got my belt on, but I don't know how long this is going to hold. 
On the upside, you get home quick. It's about it's the closest thing to teleporting that I've ever experienced. But it's more like fucking... It's more like being on stealth at Thorpe Park or something. It's just a total fucking roller coaster ride on the way to your house. I don't, I'd like, I should probably start taking driving lessons myself. Getting a car and learning to fucking drive myself from A to B. But I can't be bothered learning. And what we're learning here, what, what, what you're learning here is that I'm a fucking lazy bastard. I just can't be bothered with anything. Anything that takes a bit of effort, I'm like, nah. <laughs> Balls to it. I'll just lay here. Like a fucking... A corpse. Stinking out the fucking room. I think, like... There's annoying stuff about being a pedestrian, though. Beyond just having to walk places. Like... Being a pedestrian is like, I've had to fucking put up with the whole, like, versus drivers thing. Like, there's certain things that drivers do that just piss me off. I just didn't fucking understand it. You know, like, when they do that, like, you come up to a road and you want to cross it. And then someone in a car wants to turn in to that road that you're crossing. And they do that thing where, like, they wave you across. So they're letting you cross the road before they come down. But, uh... What annoys me is that, like, you've, you, when you both come to that road at the same time, they stop, you stop, and there's that little fucking awkward moment, like like what we're saying about the bus, where, where you're just like, right, what, what are we fucking doing here? And then... They wave you, right? But the day that sort of fucking... Would you even fucking... Does it even qualify as a wave? Like, they just lift one finger off the steering wheel or something. And you're meant to fucking see that. And know, like, oh, they're waving me across, okay. By lifting their pinky off the fucking wheel. I was like, oh, have I got fucking binoculars on or something? So I can't fucking see that. So then what they do is when you don't cross, instead of just fucking going anyway and just going, oh, well, fuck you then. They wave at you aggressively. Like, then, like, instead of, like... So they've went from one extreme where it's just lifting one finger off the steering wheel and then they over-exaggerate it the second time. They start waving their arms about and fucking tooting their horn and fucking... Like they're fucking, like, directing air traffic or something. We've got those fucking, we've got flares and everything like that, it's fucking nuts. But they do it like in that angry way where it's like, fucking go on then. And then, you, and, and I'm always standing there and I'm always like, well, do you know what, you could have avoided this if you just didn't be nice. If you just didn't think about being polite and letting me across the road, we would have avoided this issue. You wouldn't be frustrated. I wouldn't be confused. This would never have happened. So I just don't like, like, don't, don't get it. Like, how the fuck? You've waved me across the road. I've not known that you've waved me across the road. Why didn't, when I stopped, why didn't you just keep going? It's that thing about like, there is such a thing as being too nice. Like, you don't have to be polite to people all the time. You don't have to do the fucking, the courteous thing all the time. If you want to go down the street, just go. Unless they walk out in front of you, just keep going. Then everybody's happy. It's, it doesn't put me up there doing that I need to stop to fucking wait for one car to go down the street and then cross the road. It takes like fucking a second or two. 
It's nothing to me. It's no skin off mentals. Why? Why do they do this? Like, like, like it's fucking the biggest favor on earth. Like they've just lent you fucking two million quid. They've won the lottery and they've just given you the fucking ticket. It's like, there you go, mate. There's a wee present for you. And you're like, oh, you fucker. Thanks very much, mate. Jesus. All you've done is fucking wait, like, barely waved me across the road and then you've went fucking mental because I never noticed your fucking signal. That's what's happening there. So the moral, moral of that is... Don't be nice. Just keep fucking going. But yeah, like that's, that's the sort of shit I had to deal with when I'm walking to work. And then, then I get to work and then it's fucking, not only have I got to deal with my doing my actual job, I've got to deal with that fucking radio again. I think that's going to be a theme of this podcast. Every so often, every like every couple of episodes or something like that, the, the radio is going to come up as a talking point because it just gets on my fucking tits. Radio and the adverts on the radio. They're the two things that seem to be the things that really grind my gears. They really get under my skin. Because I don't know how many fucking times, how many more times I've got to listen to that fucking Biffy Clyro song. That fucking, what is it called? Tiny Indoor Fireworks or something. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Fucking does my head in. No, the annoying, the annoying thing is, I thought it was a good song when I first heard it. First couple of times, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's like one of the. It's probably one of my favourite things that they've done in years." To be honest with you, but then it's that thing of like fucking. You hear something enough times, and it just starts to wear on your fucking brain. And drive you fucking nuts. It's like you had me the first time. You don't need to keep drilling it in there. It's like when when you're drilling through the wall or something like that. You're drilling a hole in the wall and you just go too far and the drill bit comes out the other fucking side. That's what's happened to a Biffy Clyro with me. Or at least that song. To be honest, the other one gets played a lot as well. That fucking instant history. Dear God. So if that would be in me. All I've learned. Is instant history. I fucking like. I used to not mind Simon Neal's voice. But. The more Glaswegian he tries to sound, the more it fucking annoys me. Because it's like, just sing. You know what I mean? It's like he, it's like he's going at his way to be fucking sound like a Ouija cunt, over enunciating like the fucking the little quirks in the accent. History. And then you've got that bit that fucking in the other song. Abracadabra. That does my head in now. I mostly because fucking because I Neil fucking saying it all the time, but that's another issue. But no, it's just over and over and over again. Every fucking... It's like it's genuinely like every 15 or 20 minutes. 
on the radio, one of those two songs will come on. And you're like, right, Biffy Clyro are a big band, right? They're, they're well known in this country, with the United Kingdom. They're about as big in the UK as they're going to get. So, can you not trust that everybody's got the fucking memo about them? Because I know that's the fucking argument that they do. They fucking like, oh, they, they, they need to keep playing it because that one person that's just tuned in gets a chance to fucking hear it. Then that's one new fan or something. But then no, because then they'll keep listening and then they'll get it another 73 times in the space of three hours. And then they'll not be a fan. So they're creating new fans and they're also fucking getting rid of fans at the same time. Because they're fucking sick of it. I love Buffy Clyro. Especially their older stuff. Like the Infinity Land albums. Fucking amazing. Puzzle was amazing. And since then they've just kind of gotten a bit bland a bit stupefied and then now it seems like they've kind of I don't know like it's still different it's still not the Biffy Clyro that I know but it's closer it's closer than what they have been for a long time And so it's just annoying when like so something good happens and then like the radio does that thing where it just fucking beats the living fucking shit out of out of you with it. That's how that's how good bands and good songs get ruined. Just from the radio fucking overplaying it. So I can't tell you how many songs <clears throat> that I've uh, I've liked, and then it's just been played and played and played and played to the point where you're like, right, I, if I hear that one more fucking time, I'm gonna jam a fucking screwdriver into my fucking ear and fucking hammer it home. Until the lights go out in my fucking head. That's what happens. You get the opposite effect though. Sometimes like you'll hear a song and it's like, ah, oh, it's not that great. But then the more you hear it, it kinda grows on you. You're like, oh I'm starting to actually quite like it now. It's like it's I get it now. You can see like sometimes it takes more than like a couple of listens to sort of understand what it is you're actually hearing. But then you get the Biffy Clyro effect where it's just like, right, shut the fuck up now. Tell you one funny thing that I heard on the radio yesterday was, uh, it was an advert for the, the return of the Dixie Chicks. Now I didn't know this the first time I heard the advert. It wasn't until like, maybe about the fifth time I heard it that I realised it was them. Because they've done this weird thing where like they've dropped the word Dixie from their name. So now they're just called the Chicks. And the advert says, uh, The Chicks are back with their provocative new album. Gaslighter. Now, the first thing would be the name, right? She says the chicks are back. And I'm sitting there thinking, what do you mean they're fucking back? Were they ever here? Who the fuck are they? Because, like, it honestly sounds like some fucking... Simon Cowell produced fucking American Idol fucking name. The Chicks. 
You just get the image of them all standing there with their fucking sequin dresses and their fucking microphones. Getting ready to do another cover. Another cover tune that means absolutely nothing to society. That's the image that you get. I just think like if, if the Dixie Chicks were going to return and they didn't want to be called Dixie because a guy in work was telling me because it was him that actually says that you can that's the Dixie Chicks they're on about, yeah? And I was like, no, I didn't actually. Is, is that actually the Dixie Chicks? He's like, yeah. So the, he, and he says they dropped the name Dixie because Dixie was like a fucking, I don't know, a, a southern term in America. Like a, a term that described a fucking southern woman or something like that. Some pish like that, anyway. Um, and I can only assume that it has since become some some kind of derogatory term. Like, maybe in light of the whole, like, fucking racism row and everything like that, it's like, right, okay, we need to fucking drop that one now as well. Because you're not allowed to have nicknames for anything now. It's just got to be the proper fucking... proper scientific name for everything. Uh, so they dropped that word from their name. And I just think, like, couldn't you added another word there? Like, just replace the word instead of just taking it out and leaving it as the chicks. Because the chicks sounds absolute shit. It sounds like a sort of, like, what you would call, the, like, what a fucking... A group of teenage lasses on TikTok would call their fucking group. We're the chicks! Could they not, like, maybe even... Even if they just change one letter, why don't they call themselves the Pixie Chicks? And they all come on dressed as fucking Pixies and spraying their fucking fairy dust over the crowd or whatever. I don't fucking can. It's just anything. The fucking. The flip flop chicks. They all come out wearing flip flops. Presume they wear flip-flops or sandals or something anyway. Being from the south. And then you've got like the like I didn't understand that like what the, the gaslighter part was about. Cause then the guy in work says like fucking Cause it was like the the pro- provocative new album. It's like what the fuck is that provoking? Gaslighter what the, f- what the fuck is that provoking? The only thing that's provoking in me is fucking suicide. But then the guy in work explained to me as well, he's like, no, that's a term for a, a liar or something. It's like, something like, like you're trying to cover something up or some fucking piss like that. Because the Dixie Chicks have, like, like, in the past have been quite political. Because I remember they got they got in trouble for like singing like fucking protest songs against fucking the administration and the well, the administration of that time and whatnot. So I knew that, but I honestly just thought they were singing a bit of lighter. Like one of the like like one of them was like choking for a fag. Hadn't had a smoke a day. They were fucking absolutely rattling. So, one of the other ones is like, Here's my gas lighter. Light up your ciggy. You know what I mean? But no, apparently it's a... It's more complicated than that. So, fair play. It's not just some fucking talent show fodder. Coming out with some song about a fucking a small appliance that lights fags. And by fag I don't mean gay person, obviously, I mean a cigarette. Uh 
So yeah, the Dixie chicks are back. Or oh, sorry, the chicks are back. And another thing that happened at work. This this fucking this podcast is going to, episode is going to be work heavy. Because that's all I seem to want to talk about just now. Because that's all I've been fucking doing all week. Uh, another thing in work that happened that like it's so a guy recently got a dog right and our work's canteen there's like the windows look out onto this big sort of green and loads of and people like to walk their dogs back and forward on that green but people that live around the area so he's recently got a dog right he's never spoke about a fucking about dogs before Right, and it's just it just triggered something in my head that's like what people do when they get a dog. So he gets a dog and he looks out the window, he sees like people walking these these big fuck off dogs are like they're more bears than dogs to be honest with you. They're fucking huge. Hair for days. Just massive, like massive creatures. So he's looking at them. And he's like, oh, that's the same kind of dog that I've got. So mine's just, just a puppy. I just only recently got him, but that's the same fucking breed. And Abdi's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. And then he starts rattling on. I'd be like, yeah, see, that, that ain't there, that, that's the, that one there, that's, that, that's the male. Because that's bigger. Males are bigger than the females in, the, in that species. That ain't there clearly the female because of the coloration and the fucking this, that and the next thing. And it just made me think, it's like, why as soon as someone gets a dog do they think they're a fucking expert on the things? I swear to God. I've never done that with my dogs. If people ask me a question then I'll ask, answer it to the best of my knowledge. Like, oh, what do you feed them? It's like, oh, I feed them this. Whatever. I feed them raw meat. Tripe. That kind of stuff. It smells like fucking... Well, it smells like dead body, because that's what it is. But it really smells like dead body. Like, it's been trapped under the floorboards for fucking decades. And then been dug up and put into his fucking food bowl. But like, I just don't understand how people like, as soon as they get a dog, they all of a sudden start rattling off like facts about the fucking different breeds and fucking how they grow and what what you should do with like what you should do with them like when they're like this and like they're just they're like all of a sudden they turn into fucking David Attenborough. and he's fucking standing at the window looking at these dogs and going, you could see. The female is the smaller of the two animals. And the male trots off in front, leading her back to the home where they can cuddle up in their bed and fuck each other senseless. You know what I mean? He's fucking giving what I run in commentary on what these dogs are doing. He's like, and there it is, taking a shit. The female sniffs the shit. Tells the male that she likes the smell of it. And a relationship is born. And I'm just like, mate, shut the fuck up. You don't know the first fucking thing. Stop lying. Just because you've got a dog doesn't mean you're a fucking expert now. Doesn't mean you're the brain's trust on all things with four legs and fucking fur. Just fucking get a rest. See, I could have easily just went along with them and just sort of been, been nice about it. But there's a thing with me, though, 
where, especially in work, where it's like people people seem to think it's creepy when I'm nice to when I'm nice to them. Don't know what it is. Is it my face? If I just got one of those faces where it just oh he looks like a fucking a wronging. Steer, steer, steer clear of that fucking prick. He looks like... Do I look fucking... Like a poor murderer or something? So I don't know what it is. So they just seem to think like... That I'm going to fucking... Attack them or something. Or strangle them. If I smile in their direction. Because like, like one, one of my mates in work... The guy, a, a guy that works next to me... He was like... Uh, every time I go out, like, out of our room... Onto like the main, into the main bit, and the main shop floor type thing. Oh, uh, they always ask me in there. It's like, oh, does Mark ever speak? So he seems dead fucking, dead quiet and dead sort of. Like just doesn't really want to. I don't know, interact with anybody and whatever. So he was obviously, his response was like, you're having a fucking laugh. Because I sit and annoy the fucking shit out of him. So he thinks I don't shut up. Because I'm constantly just fucking annoying him. Just pick, like, every time he says his sentence, like, I'm the, I'm the type of guy that will fucking notice the, the mistake in a sentence and then I'll, I'll constantly pick at him for it. I'll, I'll point. I'll point it out, and I'll point out the the sort of how it doesn't make sense, and then I'll I'll hit him over the head with repeatedly. So he thinks I'm annoy. I'm an annoying cunt that doesn't fucking shut up. So he goes out there, and then they tell him like, "Oh, he doesn't ever speak." He's like, "What? He must be fucking joking." So then he came when he told me that. I explained it to him. And I was like, every any time I go out there and I say like hello to someone, or I smile at them, or I acknowledge them in any way, like they look at me like I've just kicked their cat in the face. They they give me that look as if to say, "What the fuck?" The the noise just come out of his his face there. And then it's it's almost as if like they they act, they act like I'm I'm targeting them. That's what it feels like. It feels like like I go all right, mate. And then it's like, all right, that's all I get back. And it's like it just, but that's across the board. It's not just in work. Like obviously my friends and everything like that, they all know me and. They speak to me and I speak to them and we're all comfortable around one another and blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to, like, strangers and that, I think I'm just a, a very socially awkward person. Like, I just... I don't know. It's like maybe maybe my, my, my face does look weird when I say hello to a stranger or if I smile. Maybe it just maybe I just look like the sort of guy that never smiles, and then they just like they and so they're just like what the fuck. I don't know. But I like, am I'm quite a socially awkward person though. First, first contact for me with other people is like a bit uh, like I get I get nervous and self-aware and things like that and it just like I don't know it's like I, I wrap myself up in bubble wrap and just drop into my shell as soon as I'm confronted with a stranger because there's that thing is like I, I don't know how to act with people nowadays I don't know how people want me to act around them like because because I don't want to scare people off 
which seems to be what I fucking do. <laughs> but I just don't know how like people want to be treated. It's fucking weird. Like like when I'm when I'm walking somewhere, like out, out on in the street, I can't make eye contact with somebody walking past me. I just can't do it. Because I feel like if I make eye contact with them, they're then they're now then thinking, what the fuck are you looking at, mate? Because that's the kind of look that you get. So you, you just sort of glance at them and then, and then they're just fucking like, like they're, like they're pulling back. So to say, eh, yeah, right, what are you doing? Then be look, don't be looking at me like that. So it's like, if I can't make eye contact with somebody, how the fuck am I going to speak to them? Just constantly turning away from them. It's like, oh yeah, hello, nice to meet you. My name's Mark. What's your name? Sorry, I can't hear that because I'm, I'm turned away from you. Do you know what I mean? It's just weird. I, I, I just don't really... I'm not very good at fucking interacting with strangers. I'm just not. I've always been like that. I've, I've always been a kind of like it takes it takes a while for me to come out my shell. Like I get really anxious. It's, 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 I remember the first time I went to college. Uh no, not the first time. Do you know what? The first time I was kind of alright. But the second time I went into a new class and then we did like the the induction way of doing where like everybody turns up and then they all like sign their little forms and they get told what the course is going to entail and all that kind of thing and everybody sort of gets to meet everybody. I turned up to that and it lasted maybe about like two or three hours and I said nothing for the majority of the time. I spoke when I needed to speak. Like if somebody asked my name then I would say my, my name and whatnot. But apart from that I, I didn't engage in any conversation or anything. That was up until maybe the last half hour. And I got sick of just sitting there, afraid to say anything, in case I, in case I looked fucking, made myself look stupid. Or in case they thought I was a fucking arsehole. I just thought, come on, fuck this. And I immediately started speaking about fucking crazy shit I all of a sudden just started talking about necrophilia, bestiality not that I'm into those things, I mean I was joking about it I was just making jokes about fucking people shagging dead bodies and fucking people fucking animals and to be fair it got a few laughs it got a few laughs and that's how, that's how you want that guy was good enough for me. I remember actually, like we did, uh, we got put into teams, and we had to do this thing where, like, we come up with uh, a team name. We had to come up with a team name and a slogan, and we were rattling off ideas, and like, like nobody really, nobody on my team really knew what to, what the whole like what the theme was going to be. So, like, nobody really knew what, like, well, what could we call it? Because we don't know what it's about. So we don't even know how to be appropriate. And I just took the reins. I just immediately took the reins and went, like, it doesn't need to be appropriate. If we don't know what it's about, then we don't know what it's about. So we just need to fucking come out with something. So I, just, I immediately just started thinking of mental stuff. Like, uh... So eventually, I, I wanted to call it uh, 
flashlight entertainment. <laughs> like, you know, the flashlight where it's like a fucking... Like a... A vagina and a tube. Like fucking... I don't know, like, what, would, like, what would it be like fucking... A Pringles tube with fucking... Ham in it. A Pringles tube full of ham. That's basically what a flashlight is. So I wanted to call it flashlight entertainment. Everybody on my team laughed. But then they but then they, 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 they bottled it and were like, nah, we can't do that. Surely we can't do that. We need to make it proper. So then I said, why why don't we call it flashlight entertainment? But in our heads, it's flashlight. So basically, it's something that only we know the joke. It's like a private joke between us. So not like to everybody else, it looks normal. Flashlight, flashlight entertainment. All right, okay, flight torch, whatever. But to us, it's like it's really flashlight. What we're meaning. <laughs> so we did that, and then when we came up with a slogan. Uh, I had been talking before when I brought up the bestiality stuff I was on about using a fish like a flashlight which is fucking wrong to be honest just like sort of picking up a salmon and just ramming it on your cock and just sort of chugging yourself off with a salmon so I decided. So we decided to sort of add a bit, a bit more into the joke, where it was called flashlight entertainment, and the slogan was "Use it like a fish." So only me and the three other people on my team knew what that meant, but the rest of the class and the the lecturers and stuff they were all none the wiser. They were just like, well, "What the fuck does that even mean?" But whatever. That's what they want to call it. That's what they want to call it. There's nothing, nothing untoward there. That, well, they're not that they knew of. So yeah, that's the sort of stuff that they, that I do, in those situations. It's like I, I, what I do to start with is I wait for someone else to break the ice. Because. Uh, I just can't do it. I just can't bring myself to do it because I'm just not confident enough. I'm not confident enough to, to break the ice and get everybody on the same page sort of thing. Um, And when nobody else breaks the ice, that's when I go, oh, fuck it. And I just get the pickaxe out and just start fucking smashing away at the fucking ice. Just fucking getting the three-bar fire out and just melting it. Three bar fire and some fucking salt. Just melt it up out for under our feet. And then we're floating about in all the fucking all the piss and shit that I've fucking created with my words. But yeah. So if if, if anybody's ever in that situation, necrophilia and bestiality are fucking fantastic icebreakers. But, uh, yeah, what the fuck else am I going to think? I'm, I'm hopelessly underprepared for this episode of the podcast. And let's be honest, it's been fucking terrible. For 44 minutes, it's been fucking shite. <laughs> the worst podcast episode in the history of fucking podcasts. Oh, I must also address uh, that I got... Uh, I got a response from my mate Neil after I trashed him on uh, last last week's episode. Uh, he he claims he, he he was like, uh, "Oh, the podcast will be going up." So, well, where fuck where the fuck is it then? Do you know what I mean? He's like, 
he, he comes out and defends himself, and he's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not scared and whatever, like, like, the podcast will be going up, and I've been refreshing my Spotify every fucking day to see if that episode's been uploaded, and it's still not being uploaded. I'm telling you, Neil, you're a fucking fairy. You're, you're either a total pap, like a complete wimp, and you're so scared about your fucking, your normal voice, let's face it, going out to the general public, because every other one of your podcast episodes, you sound that, like that. So, I don't know what you're so afraid of. Even if, you, even if you're not afraid, you're really fucking disorganised. Because the longer you wait to fucking upload that, the more the, the, the less sense that episode's going to make. Because we talked about Black Lives Matter and everything in it. And I'm not saying that, like, that... That's old news now and nobody cares about it. But it just doesn't seem current. In the sense that, like, we spoke about the fucking... Uh, the aftermath of the George Floyd and the car. And this is the other thing that doesn't make sense. You said that you wanted to break your silence on this stuff. That was the reason you wanted to do that podcast is because you were like, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to break my silence. I've stayed quiet for too long and this is me coming out and saying, and I've had time to think about it and this is me fucking putting my opinion out, out there. Well, where is it? Laying on your fucking, in your computer with your fucking shitty music files. So you're fucking, you're all about your EP, are you? It's all about this EP, nothing's perfect. So you're definitely no fucking perfect, mate. You are so far from fucking perfect. Can't even fucking upload a podcast. It takes like two seconds. And don't give me that pish about like you've got to fucking edit it. And fucking, I'll get out of the fucking, get out of the wavelengths right and Get the volumes sorted and everything like that. It's like it's it's three people speaking. You managed to put out a fucking like five songs. Like proper fucking music. So you were able to do the fucking editing on that. How can you not edit a fucking podcast episode and stick that on the fucking internet? You're dragging your your feet over it. Get a fucking move on, you useless cunt. <laughs> Ah, uh, you know I'm only messing about, Neil. I'm not messing about in the sense that, like, you need, like, just put the fucking podcast episode up because you're making me sound like an absolute dick here. I'm saying that, like, I keep telling people, it's like, oh, he's fucking, we've done this, we've done that, I've done that, and it's no fucking anywhere to be found. Sort it out. Please. So that I can get this out of my fucking head. And we can drop the issue. Alright? I love you, bro, bro. You know that. I'm not... I'm not fucking... Trying to be an arse here. I just want you to put the fucking podcast... I'm trying to provoke you. I'm trying to light a fire under your arse. Giving you the kick up the ass, you fucking need to actually do something. Do something productive, like, like upload a podcast instead of fucking sitting there tr trying to play the fucking guitar. I don't even know, like, like if anybody's like, it's like everybody listened to Neil's music. Like, I believe he's he's bringing out his EP. On the 18th of August. So. Everybody fucking. Look at. Like look for Neil McLaren on Facebook. Or fucking Spotify. Or what, whatever the fuck. Whatever he's on. Just like search for Neil McLaren. And. Uh, he'll be bringing out his EP. Nothing is perfect. 
on the 18th of August and everybody should listen to it because I've already heard the songs and they're some of the best stuff that he's ever done in my opinion so it's really it'll really be worth it's really worth a listen when he brings it out so there Neil I've plugged your fucking EP could you please put the fucking podcast episode up now Don't you want me to come over and wank you off as well? Fuck's sake. <sighs> but on that note, that's about all I've got in the tank. It's a bit, a bit of a shorter episode this week. Uh, I'll also be putting out some more fucking tunes. Uh, but I, I'm not taking, I'm not taking my EP as anywhere near as seriously as what Neil is. Mine is just for a fucking laugh. Uh, I'm not... I'm just going to probably upload the, the other two songs on the SoundCloud and then that'll be that. Uh, so if anybody wants to listen to them, they should be up at some point today, which is Friday the 24th of July. And, uh, yeah, so we sit as, like I said before, it's cri- like on other episodes, it's Crispy Cider, all one word, on SoundCloud if you want to listen to those. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for this week. And, uh, keep listening to the podcast as fucking terrible as it's becoming. Uh, seems to get worse and worse each week. Uh, Keep checking out the blog. There's a few new posts and that on there. Um, the last one I'll probably have to delete because this podcast episode has pretty much debunked the notion that I promoted with that blog post. Uh, but there's a bunch of other stuff there about fucking romance and movies and stuff like that that I've done recently. So yeah, keep checking out the blog, keep listening to the podcast and I'll catch us all later.